Welcome to the podcast version of Taproot TV, where weekly we share with you information for root cause analysis to analyze and fix the real root causes of problems at your company. Working together, we are all changing the way the world solves problems. So let's get straight to this week's episode. Patient safety is something that hits home with everybody. Uh, recently hit home with me, and I had to deal with some of the things that, uh, losing some safeguards that we talk about on a regular basis here. Uh, welcome to Taproot TV. I'm Benny Hughes, and I'm here with Marcus Miller, our expert in this area and our advocate for patient safety. How are you doing? Doing well. Well, I was telling him just a little bit ago, you know, we always talk about, um, we think it's so important if you go into the hospitals and things like that, that you have an advocate on your side, like a family member who can talk for you if you can't talk for yourself. And recently with the COVID issues, that went out the window. It did. That's you, our best safeguard is a loved one with us that's not afraid to speak out and say, yes. hey, I don't think something here is quite right. And you go grab somebody to fix it. And these patients are well, by themselves. Who knows your patient better than the family members? Right. And the the people in the hospital, they're just meeting them. They're, they're meeting them for the first time and yeah. <laughs> not in the world's greatest situation. Right, they're not in their best shape at that point, right? I, they, they aren't, <laughs> and, and sometimes, you know, maybe their mind's not right at the time and things like that. So, well, even before all this COVID stuff happened and we were able to have that safeguard in place, there was a lot that went wrong. Right, um, we've written several blogs about it on, on our website, but. Mm -hmm. As many as 400,000 people every year lose their lives because of medical mistakes, preventable mistakes. It's a because lot. We're people. We make mistakes, and health, especially healthcare workers. I mean, it's overwhelming. You have multiple patients that need you at the same time. You have to make decisions, and sometimes you just can't follow the policies or procedures or the normal way to do your work because several people need you at one time. And most of the time it works out, but sometimes things line up exactly wrong and it causes an issue. That is, that statistic is mind boggling. And it's, it's like, has to be up there with some of the leading causes of death, I would think. Absolutely, it's second or third leading cause of wow. death right now. Wow, that's, that's something. Well, you work very passionately about how to help the hospital workers out there uh, re uh, have better patient safety in, in their environments. Right. So we put together a patient safety course mm -hmm. to help the healthcare uh, field utilize Taproot, leverage the human performance expertise so we get away from when we do make mistakes that mm -hmm. we look at that person and say, oh wow, they knew that was against policy. Mm -hmm. Why are they doing that wrong? Um, maybe we can fix them. Mm -hmm. And you can't fix people. Right. You know, we're we're, <laughs> we're always going to come to, yeah, that's a secret, right? It's a secret. Um, we're not perfect. Right. So instead of blaming them and, and you know, feeling better that we've disciplined somebody or we wrote a policy or procedure to, to fix this situation or we've really trained somebody to fix that issue, it's, it's unrealistic yeah. because we're gonna make mistakes. We're all gonna come to work bored or distracted right. or overwhelmed and we have to make a bad decision or a worse decision sometimes right. to take care of our patients. And but based on trying to that. do something good, yeah, right. The intentions are yes. always good. Yes. Rarely, very rarely. Yeah, there have been we, those few. <laughs> Dr. Death. Yes. <laughs> I think we wrote about him too. Um, but rarely somebody means to harm a patient. Right. It's just they were overwhelmed. They took a shortcut. And that particular day, everything else lined up against them. And that shortcut caused mm. harm. 
And that's what Taproot prevents. Yeah. It takes a look at those human factors that have not been put in place mm -hmm. yet that right. would have prevented the issue. Exactly. You know, and like we were saying, that, that one safeguard uh, went away. Uh, that having your own uh, advocate there with you, your own family member. I did recently read that, um, like I said, my dad was in the hospital, you know, and there were no visitors in the hospital. Um, the patients and the medical staff was it. That was all there were. And since then, now they're starting to let like one person um, come in. That's good. And so, the, yeah, and Can, I think they realized we've got to have that. We, they need that extra help in the yeah. hospitals. Yeah, how much help do you think family members provide those healthcare workers yes. so they're not as overwhelmed and now that's gone? Yes. And what's gone is that expertise about the patient, mm -hmm. so there's problems. Yes. I'd like to know how many medical errors were prevented because of family members were in there? Oh, I you bet know? that would be, it's hard to prove, but you know, I know one time when my mom was in the hospital, they were asking her, um, the nurse, uh, my dad had left and I was sitting in there and the nurse asked my mom, what medicines are you on? And she was on a lot of medicines and she told them to. Mm. And the nurse was writing them down like it was just gospel. And I was like, what about, what about, what about? And the nurse was like, oh, okay. But she was just going to take that information and go with it. Now there's things in place now where people can, they can pull prescriptions from mm -hmm. the drugstores and stuff like that. And so they yep. find out better, but. If that all works like it's supposed if, to work. If it, exactly. <laughs> there's still so many things that depend on people doing the right thing 100% of the time. They do. In order for things not to go wrong. And, and that's what we wanted help with. Well, you have a great success story about Emory. Oh yeah, I'd like to read it. Actually, yeah. we have a testimonial from Dr. Leitner. Um, about a year and a half ago, I believe, she took the charge and she started introducing Taproot to Emory. And she started with the hospital yeah. and got very, very good results. Uh, patient safety officer there said, let's go ahead and expand. And now they're using it at all their university hospitals in Atlanta. Uh, but what she told me, she goes, for me personally as a longtime user, Using Taproot has really helped my ability to conduct thorough investigations. And she knows through her own experience, she says, uh, that Taproot has helped her uh, get further along in zero harm. And it helps mitigate risks and adverse outcomes to patient and staff. That tool and methodology of Taproot helps organizations uh, organize their investigations in a way that under uncovers process issues mm -hmm. and further assists in creating strong corrective actions and gives her a means to correct to track that those corrective actions were implemented well that they were measured so we could all sleep at night knowing that it was implemented well and it's working and long term mm -hmm. you know there's an audit process to ensure that that situation isn't happening yeah. again keeping our patients safe uh, she also said she loves the new version of the software it's fast easy and she likes how she can see everything and it's so easy to create reports that she can share with her staff um, she does admit that when she didn't have Taproot to use, she was very anxious and she did not look forward to investigations. Every time something came across her plate, she was like, mm -hmm. oh no, we've got to investigate. Now she's like, oh boy, we get to improve our process exactly. because the anxiety is gone. There's a process to follow with human performance expertise and she has the right questions to mm -hmm. ask when she does her investigation to really narrow down where those root causes yeah. are so she can fix those root causes. Uh, she also told me the corrective action helper helps a lot. Oh, that's great. Because root causes are just the absence of a best practice or right. absence of knowledge not currently in their systems. And that corrective action helper helps her 
find those best practices and introduces them to Emory. What a great shift in a mindset. Yeah, she's from anxiety to oh, opportunity for improvement, and, opportunity to do things better, and wow. And what that drove home to me is it does take the anxiety away. Yeah. It does keep those investigators from um, making mistakes or taking shortcuts or um, being scared to introduce corrective actions because it's now it's, it's an open book test. Yes. You know, they have the questions to ask, they find the evidence to answer the yes or no, to, to go through the framework, and in addition, they have an open book test on putting together corrective actions. They, they don't have to depend on their I like own expertise. I can put that way, open book I, test. It is. You that just is great. Oh, here's the you root causes we found, and oh, wow, here's a lot of ideas on how to fix those. Here's how I introduce this best practice to my organization so I don't have to deal with this root cause well, anymore. Well, when we're trying to reduce human error, sometimes it's good to have that open book so you're not <laughs> you're not depending just solely on yourself. Um, and it does create consistency, right? Yes. So no matter how much so experience important. you have, you follow the process yeah. and you're going to get consistent results no matter who yeah. does that investigation. It's not just blame. And it's not blaming. It, that's the best part of yeah. it. You know, if I'm in compliance, my first reaction when I hear there's a mistake is, I'm going to write a policy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write a policy so that doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. But again, that depends on people doing the right thing 100% of the time. Exactly. And it doesn't always work. So if you follow the process, it makes the investigators look at all the possible areas. And you're not using five whys where if I'm thinking it's going to be a policy yeah. that I'm going to put in place, my first question's automatically going to lead me down yeah. that road so I can put the corrective action in place that I think is going to work. And you may find those th other things that uh, you know, weren't necessarily what went wrong, the, the main thing that went wrong, but could go wrong in the future and you could go ahead and fix those as well. Right. Uh, part of the process is looking at that root cause existing mm -hmm. generically through your organization and it's just lying in the bushes mm -hmm. waiting to pop up its ugly yeah. head when everything lines up exactly wrong that day. Which it probably, it sounds like it happens a lot. It does. It does. 400,000. Um, 400,000. And it's great to fix uh, root causes in a specific incident. Mm -hmm. That's a little reactive, which is good because you are improving your systems. Yeah. But if you can go out through your organization and see if that root cause exists anywhere else, then you're proactively preventing incidents yeah. from happening and keeping our patients safer. Well, I think I read kind of based on your statistics, it was almost like 10%. It is, yeah, your odds of, of having a mistake. And if you really talk to people that have had loved ones in the hospitals, yeah. how many of them tell you a story of what almost happened to their loved one if they didn't intervene? Yeah, I've told you mine sure. a zillion times. <laughs> and not just one, I there were several. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. there were so many, so many things. Well, so let's tell them how, how we can help them. Yeah, so first thing to do, if, if you're not familiar with root causes, uh, root cause analysis um, at all, I have a webinar that yes. we're going to do July 1st, and that's going to introduce how root cause analysis can help the healthcare industry, what the benefits are. And that'll give you enough information to make a very good choice on if you'd like to implement mm -hmm. a, a methodology like Taproot to your organization to help prevent and keep your patients safe, prevent errors and keep your patients safe. And these are these webinars, they're, they're, they don't do replays. They're a live webinar. Live webinar. And is it the 2 p.m. Eastern? 2 p.m. Eastern yeah. on July 1st. And it gives the, the people that are attending a webinar mm -hmm. a chance to really ask questions. Yeah. We don't want to record them. We don't want to just throw it at them. Yeah. But we want them engaged. We want, to, we want to challenge the people that attend the webinar to share your story 
countries so we can all learn from them. Right. So we want to do the webinars live. We want to give you access. We want to build a relationship. So if you do need more information mm -hmm. later, you know who to contact and use us as your subject matter mm -hmm. expert when, when you do have root cause analysis questions. Well, and that's a good um, economical way that people can test the waters about exactly. if they want to go deeper into this, which they can do. Um, coming up as well is that in July? That's also in July. Yeah, so the we have a two day. Uh, we have a two day uh, root cause analysis for patient safety. And that's um, here in Knoxville. And that's here in Knoxville. It's two days of on-site learning. Mm -hmm. uh, you have Perfect. access to the instructors. Public course. Public course. Yeah. So you would register on our store, mm -hmm. and uh, I believe the cost is uh, one thousand four hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah. And that's your registration fee. I've applied to uh, get nursing CEUs credit, mm -hmm. so I'm waiting to hear back from the state on oh, that. Oh, that'd be great. It would be. And yeah. It, and it's, again, better return on investment yes. if you can pull CEUs from that course. But just the return on investment on stopping errors yeah. and keeping our patients safe is Absolutely. Is, is a and no look at Absolutely. And look at the how it helps Cynthia's just mindset just to take that, that pressure off when something does happen that she's going to go, you know, she went and learned this and now, you know, she looks at it, something happening as an opportunity to improve versus, oh my word. And that's you know. from the confidence that you yes. get from following a process. I yeah. learned a long time ago, people do much better in their work when they're confident. Oh, yeah. When, they're when there's anxiety or they're in distressed behavior, they make bad decisions. They take shortcuts. So when you give them a process like Taproot, it just it clicks. There's something to follow. Well, and people in the medical industry, they are natural problem solvers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to help. Yes. All the so time. we can help like add to that ability to problem solve by and help reduce those incidents in the hospitals and keep everybody safe. So yeah. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I love that we're starting the, doing the little introductory webinar things. What do kind of what do you go over in the webinar? Well, one of the, I think the feedback that I've got mm -hmm. that uh, has been most effective for the people that's gone through the webinar is how to recognize certain biases. Okay. So we that's go over, real important. You have to take yes. bias out of out of any root cause analysis. You have to take blame out of any root yeah. cause analysis, or you're going to go down the road where you're going to introduce a corrective action that's not effective. Yeah. It's going to be disciplining people. It's going to be retraining them. It's going to be rewriting policies and procedures because you stop where you find who did what wrong and you try to fix yeah. that. You're not looking for the underlying yeah. issues. And that's what you have to do in order to have an effective corrective action. It's a natural um, inclination for people to, when something happens to a person, they want somebody to blame. Mm -hmm. so, so you've got to really change that mindset. Well, and if you go through the process, mm -hmm. sometimes people do go off the rails right. for whatever reason. Yes. And the investigation will prove that you as an organization has done everything that you can do to help people do their jobs correctly. And it's easy for everyone, including the person that is mm -hmm. gonna be disciplined or retrained, it's easy for everyone to be okay with that. Yeah. Because everybody else is doing the job they're supposed to be doing. You're not having any other problems anywhere else. It's just this one-off case. And then your HR department's like, oh, Okay, yeah, we approve right. the discipline because we can prove yes. if there's any problems after that, that we investigated, everything's, we're doing everything as an organization that we need to do. It mm -hmm. was this one person making their own decision, and this is what needs to happen as a corrective action. Yeah, and we can do something to make sure that doesn't happen again. That's right. That's the goal. We want to keep everybody safe and sound. 
Uh, and we want to do this no matter what industry you're in. But today we are focusing on patient safety. So keep that July 1st and then July 27th, 20th, I believe. Yeah. But we'll have to throw yeah, it up Yeah, we'll there. put the links in the, in the description on how to register for these courses. And um, it, they're just fantastic. I mean, it, you saw there a great success story, and we want you to have those kind of success stories too and, and, and take a little off of your mind, get rid of some of that anxiety because, you know, we all problem solve much better when our brains are clear and we have a process and we can follow it and come out with a great corrective action to make sure things don't happen again. Well, thanks, Marcus. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. You always have great, great stuff. And I, I love the, the success story uh, hearing of what happened from Emory because it just shows you um, she's a wonderful person. <laughs> oh, she, yeah, yeah. She presented at our summit <laughs> yeah, all, she the, did. all the things that they've done to implement yes. Taproot. And it was super impressive. Yeah, she's a wonderful person. Well, to find out more, go to our website, taproot.com, and follow us on all of our social media platforms. If you want to see more of these videos, hit the notification bell, um, subscribe to our channel, like this. Um, you know, if you have an example of something that's that's happened in a, in a patient safety type situation, you know, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, you never know. We might could help you solve that to keep that from happening in the future. So thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you back here next week. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To view the video version of this episode, visit our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Please visit us on our website at taproot.com for up-to-date information and blog articles designed to help you excel in your performance improvement program. And please sign up for our newsletter so you'll get the notifications of when new information is released, where we're teaching around the world, and all things Taproot. We will see you next time on our podcast version of Taproot TV.